Um, taking the word this morning from my beloved brother, Pastor Oku. Good morning, sir. The Lord bless you, sir. God bless you, sir. God bless you, sir. Thank you so much. It's always a pleasure to be amongst us. Thank God that it is not us against them. It is us with us. Amen. I want to thank uh, my sister for that very wonderful charge. In fact, I would have preferred to go along that those lines, but because I already prepared something else. But it's very, very encouraging um, to know that um, we all have to be our brother's keepers. We really, really all have to be. It's a, it's a pressing thing in a good Christian's mind to be able to assist others because lots of things are happening. Uh, when I was growing up, you know that we never had um, issues of suicide in the, in the parts of the world that we come from. It was strange to hear people commit suicide. So I really wasn't very empathetic with people who committed suicide because I felt to commit suicide, that means you don't have something to eat. Uh, I mean, if you commit, when I saw people commit suicide, I was saying, why don't you take these people and go to those places in Africa to see that they don't have something to eat so that they know that suicide, suicide they don't need to commit suicide. They don't need to jump into the sea until I realize the need of the human mind. And I felt so terrible because it, it then it message was thank, thank God for the prayer chat this morning. The Lord will continue to increase in wisdom and in knowledge in Jesus' name. Amen. Now this morning I want I want to I want us to place our mind I want to talk about the power of thanksgiving. I think it's also related the power of thanksgiving. Um I just want to say that we all must be thankful because it's been wonderful how the Lord has brought us in every department of our lives in every one single of families here and in your circles of influence. Do you know what it means that you have woken up? You are not woken up early in the morning to say something terrible had happened to your loved one um, this morning, yesterday. You know how wonderful it is to know that um, nobody just suddenly, you know, left or got sick or got it. And week in, week out, is it because we are too holy that it is not happening? But it is because of the mercies of God that we were not consumed. It is because of the mercy of God that we have not been caught in that web. It is because of the mercy of God that we've been able to, to stand and keep on standing. It is the mercy of God. And that's why we've got to learn to be thankful. We've got to learn to this great decision of every individual, of every family, to be thankful. Um, supernatural ways of uh, us being thankful. Uh, thanksgiving is not a thing that we must go to school to learn. We must just do it generically. 
if things are bad, we must be thankful. That's what the Bible says. If things are good, we must be thankful. We have to learn how to be thankful. When my sister um, kept on going on and on about how that we, you know, this, this morning, I just felt, wow, it, we need to be thankful. There are lots of people passing through terrible times, and, and they are reaching out to us. But one of the prayer points lifted, Father, help me to be useful at this time of their need. Maybe we don't have, maybe we don't have enough, but the little that we can share is very, very, you know, it, it, it's very, very necessary or important or, uh, or heavy to that person at that point of his need. Uh, if we, we could just share it, it might go a very long way. I pray that we catch this revelation in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Um, a songwriter says, when I look at the goodness of Jesus and all he has for me, my Hallelujah. Oh, praise the Lord. For saving me when I go Listen to 
a word from any anger. I like listening to the word from anybody or from any, you know, any 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 child of God. It doesn't need to be a bishop. Any child of God. If I listen to the word of God in their mouth and I see some of some some of them don't even preach, or some of us don't preach from the book. They're just preaching from the heart. It catches me like I like to hear people, you know, speak from their heart. I like to hear people relate what it is that they feel, how they feel about it, and then acknowledge God about it. That's your preaching. I prefer that than when you speak, you, you preach from a script. When you run your services from a script, I, I just don't, it doesn't catch up with me from a culture of this is how we do it. But when you do it from your heart, and God is giving you grace, like we do here. It, it, anybody could come up and sing a song and, and close the the the, the, um, the the fellowship. They could come up and say a few words of prayer and close the fellowship. As long as the Spirit of God is involved, as long as the Spirit of God is guiding each and every one of us, and the, the truth is spoken, and that which and then and and, and it's backed up by the Holy Spirit, that is that is fair religion for me. That is, you know, that's that's what I want. That's that's how I feel carried on by the Spirit. When you sing, when people sing songs, and 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 then, and, and and it carries you on to the spiritual world as a song that it glorifies God. Just the, just the way you sing it can just keep me on, and I would keep on singing that song if I was driving. That's what I would keep on as long as it blesses me. And so we must be thankful. We must be thankful. We must know how to be thankful for little things or for things that even if it, it, you know we don't see any reward in it. We must learn how to even wake up our children when we notice that they are not thankful for the little things. We remind them, you, I have, I, you know, I have given you this yesterday. You were not thankful. Remind them, not because, you know, just remind them to be thankful because all the things that you want to know or you want to be in life, it starts from somewhere and it starts from home. If you, if, if, if you want to ask your children for something, you must, you know, you must put Please, yes, you are the one giving them, but you you have to um, so because you have to start some. Someone has to start somewhere. You have to teach them to be grateful. I see these days people do not put thank you for things anymore. People don't even do that. It's like it has it's, it's completely out of our vocabulary. We've got to be thankful. The Lord will help us in the name of Jesus. Isaiah chapter four. Says we are also as an unclean thing, and all our righteousness is as filthy rags, and we all do fade as leaves, and our iniquities, like the wind, has shaken us away. And that's what the word of the Lord says. We're not even worthy, but the Lord has promoted us. The Lord has kept us. The Lord has given us the ability to be able to see. When I see what's going on in that part of the world, and I and, and I. And I know that it is possible to help someone because um, some some parts of the world are higher in terms of the economy than the other. So it is very, very possible that it is a promotion for you to be able to put smile into somebody's eyes or to go to somebody's household. The Lord will help us in the mighty name of Jesus. Now in Psalms 50, 51 verse 5, it's, uh, it talks about, it says that sin is that our mothers conceived us in sin. 
but thanksgiving is a self-intended, unpropelled expression of conscious um, ability or attitude towards God. When we do what we do, it must be because we know that God is watching, not man is watching. Thank you, my sister, for saying, I don't want the praises of man. Yes, it could come because it's, it can be very tiring sometimes. You keep doing and pouring and nobody appreciates it. Just collect, collect, collect. Yes, but you generally, you don't want to be praised, over praised like that. If somebody recognizes that it was you, fine. In the First Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 18, there we are told that we give thanks in all circumstances, in all situations. For this is the will of God. It is the will. So um, you know how important the will is. You write the will, it's binding. So this is the will of God towards us through Christ Jesus. It's the will of God. So that's what God has already ordained that we all become, that we are thankful. So that's the will of God towards us. In circumstances, good. In circumstances, bad. We've got to have this will written in our palm written in our heart, in everywhere we go, in all the things that we do. So it, 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 it didn't say it was conditional. This will is not conditional. This will is supposed to be all circumstance, in all situation, that we must be thankful. We must show gratitude. In health, we must show gratitude. To our family members that we do not like, we must find a way to find, you know, a common ground. We must show gratitude. We must wish and <coughs> um, people well, even if it were so. In anxieties, we must show gratitude. In errors, we must show gratitude. You know, I thank God because all mm -hmm. things work together for my good. Even if I was in error, I know that that error, God will bring a good thing out of it. You know that error is not you know, um, to, to pass through a season of error. A season of error is something you committed maybe in in in, in 2015, and you're still paying for it till now. You're still paying for the mistake you did for the coming error. Maybe you, you your name was spelled wrongly, and in some certificates you cannot correct it. Maybe you you know you you we went to something and some people you went in with were not correct people. So errors happen, but all things work together. If you trust God, in your thankfulness, God will make a way for you in the name of Jesus. Or are you really thankful? It's for you as a child of God, a rosy opportunity to be grumbling. Is it for you to complain? An opportunity comes in for you and but because you think that you are the one that is shining star, all you do is just grumble. Um, you've been given an opportunity to lead people, even in the church. All you do is grumble in your heart, in your face, you, you're showing cheerfulness, or you're complaining one way or the other. You know, you're not a disciple. A true disciple would always look for an opportunity to be pleasant. He looks for an opportunity to serve. He looks for an opportunity to be called. Because now, everyone that was born this earth has an expiry date and between the day that you were born and your expiry date you must be able to have something written about you spoken about you 
I'm not talking about the fake things that people see. I'm talking about what my sister, you know, had just mentioned, that it started small and some other organizations came in and added some value to it. And from there, even if she doesn't advertise it, the product will advertise itself and the people will begin to support it. Now, it, it, we have to be thankful. We have no other choice because it is in the, in the, in the arena of doing something and to God. And that's where we will see God you know, flourishing in our hands in fellowship to be able to expand his work here on earth. <clears throat> Praise the Lord. Amen. So, God to be thankful. We pray that the Lord gives us the grace to remain faithful and thankful in all that we will push forward to do for his glory in the name of Jesus. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. God's, God's promise to prosper each and every one of us in the midst of our current situation. That is the total plan of God in the midst of your situation. Uh, God has pro promised that is his will. That is his initial will. You see, he says if you're thankful, if you're not grumbling, if you do not want to see the wrong side of the situation, you know, there are some people, all they want to see is just complain. They just want to see the, you know, something wrong about the situation. But if you keep at it, at being positive, and, you know, you know, spinning positive, you know, energy into anything that you do, no matter how wrong it is, God will give you us the grace to be thankful and receive from him. Romans chapter 8 and verse 28, and we know, and we know, and we know all things work together for our good. He works together for your good, works together for your children's good. Even if you were in error, all things, all things work together for your good. It will continue to remain the same as long as you put up a positive energy towards it. Jeremiah chapter 29, 11, that we all know, for when you call on, on that same God, is that same God that when you show positivity consistently, continuously, don't, don't slack, don't fail. He says his plans towards you are plans to prosper you. That's the hidden plan that he has for you. In fact, it is not even hidden because it's showing all over you. It is when you're not weary at what you're doing, keep being positive. If you give someone your word, let your word be your bond. Keep to what you have spoken concerning that person or concerning that situation. And God is going to bless you, you know, accordingly. God responds to us naturally. He doesn't respond to us grudgingly. So we shouldn't respond to one another grudgingly when it comes to important situations like that. I feel terrible, especially when I want to do something and I can't do it. You know, maybe financial, you know, financial setbacks here and there. But it's it it, it is a it is a it is the will of God that you know we we find a way to to you know meet such people or such in such situations halfway and be able to you know present ourselves before God and God is going to bless our hand. <clears throat> so how did how do you feel? My question is if, for instance, you ask your subordinates, children, your people under you to do certain things and they grumble. How do you really, really feel? Be honest with yourself. How do we feel if we ask someone, your children, or people close to you, you know that they are benefactors, they benefited from you, and you even want you know, to do more for them. But anytime you ask them to do things and they are grumbling, it is not very nice, it's not very pleasant. And that's how God feels when we grumble. 
uh, when we are not grateful. That's how God feels. And I, I, I want to see this opportunity before we pray to ask us, you will go back to God and ask for forgiveness that in any way that we have really, really been bad in this area, that the Lord will give us help, assist us financially, assist us, you know, give us the mm -hmm. grace, give us the ability, give us the energy, the, the uh, you know, appropriateness, the zeal to be able to do positive things. Negative things are obvious. We can see what is negative. We know what is positive. We know the kind of, um, um, uh, you know, things that we will do and it will all turn to negative. You know, if you keep on saying positive things to people, no matter how the person is, the, the person might be negative, but if you keep on saying positive things around the person, there are going to be two things. Either the person will now begin to stay away from you because he doesn't like the kind of positive, or it will change. So which one do you want? The, the person, you keep, every time he comes to you, you say positive things. Definitely want to be attracted to you. <clears throat> Don't go by exaggerating, but just keep saying positive things. Oh, you're beautiful. You know, you're beautiful. Oh, you're, you're wonderful. Oh, the plan, your plans are good. Your plans are wonderful. Your plans are, you know, just keep encouraging the person. Find a way to tell the person, okay, why don't we do it in some other ways? Or why don't we, don't, you know, don't talk the person down. It is very good that we all build up such a character that will be huge. Now, I want us to remember when Jesus um, sent the, the leprous men away in Luke chapter 17, verse 13 to 16 there, uh, Jesus met them, they were, they were all ordinary people who were, you know, deficient in one way or the other. We know how leprous things are today. And Jesus is meeting each and every one of us in that point of our leprosy, in that point of our need, in that point of our inability. And he's speaking to you. He's telling you, go show yourself. Just go show yourself. Uh, in the process, people will be healed. And when you are healed, when you are set free from every or whatever it is that has kept you leprous spiritually, physically, emotionally, financially, it is just important for us, you know, to go back and be thankful to him who had created it, made it possible. Let us not remain in the 1% or the 10% that came back. You see, 10 people got involved. One person went back to thank God. Let us not remain to be that one. That let, let's... Let's fight to be that 1%. Let's desire to be that 1%. By the time every one of us decides to be that 1% that goes back to thank God, our number will swell. It will not be 10% anymore. It will be probably 50%, 60%. And what's wrong in 100%. So we want to encourage one another in that aspect. We want to encourage one another. Um, there's a, a message that I'd like to you know, put forward about the Samaritans. And I pray that someday I'm going to be able to, um, you know, give us a full expose on Samaritan. Now, this person who was just 10% of people Jesus healed was a Samaritan. He was a Samaritan. And if you go through the Bible, you will see how that the Samaritans, you know, always wanted to see themselves in the other side of law. They want to make sure that they are evangelists. The lady, you know, who was involved, in, you know, um, Syrophoenician uh, lady. She was a Samaritan, you know. So we, we want to be in, in, in the prayer group that we know that we can make a contribution. In church, we want to be 
know that we could, we could give a contribution in, in our communities here or anywhere. We want to be able to be part of people who would be thankful enough that God will raise our hands so that we can, we can be a blessing to other people. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So I, I want to encourage us now, and I pray that the Lord will also give us the, uh, the ability to be able to go through this season of our life that people, you know, that God would always present us with people to be able to bless them. God does not want us to, you know, live this life without, you know, cutting a purpose for us, the purpose that he has already ordained for us. In Psalms 50, verse 23, Psalms 50, verse 23, the Bible says that the one who offers thanksgiving as his sacrifice glorified me, and to one who orders his will rightly, I will show the salvation of God. Now, can you imagine that God just wants us to present a sacrifice of thanks? Have you ever thought of that? A sacrifice of thanks. People present sacrifices and they, 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 you know, they put money in the envelope and then they, you know, they present it as a sacrifice. They put grains in those days. They put grains and they put um, 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 some you know, agricultural produce. To, you know, to sacrifice as a as a sacrifice to God, but God says we can package our thank thanks to Him. We package it and present to Him. How much will we were we going to get as a harvest? A huge harvest. He says it will open doors of salvation. It will open doors of deliverance. God is waiting for us to praise in the middle of our trouble, everywhere that you have trouble. It is that time that God wants to see the staying power that he has given to you as a will, the staying power to praise him, to honor him. Psalms 100, verse 1 through 5, says, make a joyful noise unto the Lord. He wants us to make a joyful noise. He says, he set the Lord with gladness, not in, not in you know, spiritual boundless, spiritual poverty. He wants us to set him with gladness, come into his presence, with praises and with singing, don't you know that this our God? He is God. He is the real God. He is not a fake God. Don't you know? It's a question that we are putting out. So every time we want to come before him, let's always remember. Let's praise him. Let's honor him. Let's sing praises unto him. It doesn't matter your voice. He understands your voice. That is the voice that he gave to you. And so that we will do and will consistently be so that we give glory to our God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now, Malachi, Malachi chapter 2 and verse 1 and 2 shows um, that this our God is an awesome God. And we, we see when we give, when we when we praise him, when we show thanksgiving unto him, and we give glory unto him, he dispatches his, his goodness all over. That is all he eats, that is all he wants. He dispatches this quickly and speedily. To our to our bosom to our children, you know that he says. And now, O ye priests, this commandments or warning is for you. Mentions about the priests. Who are the priests? You are the priests of the Lord. He says this is, is this commandment is for you. If you will not hear or listen to this commandment I'm sending to you, and if you will not lay in your heart or have a resolve within you to give glory or honor unto my name, says the Lord of hosts. I, the Lord of hosts, will send a curse upon you, and I will 
curse your blessing. He says, I will curse your blessing. He says, yea, I have even started cursing your blessing because ye do not lay it to heart. So God wants us to lay it to heart. God wants us to lay this to heart. He wants us to take this seriously. He wants us to, not to just hear another word, another word from another preacher and just, you know, say, okay, I'll do something. He wants us to do it now in the name of Jesus. And we will all do it now and start now in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen? Amen. In the name of Jesus. Even the master himself used this same strategy. So it's a strategy that we must all invite to fulfill his earthly assignment. He used this to make the supernatural become natural. Become, you know, available in our lives. In John chapter 6, verse 11, Jesus took you know, loaves of bread. It, in those, I can imagine it has never happened and nobody ever thought that would happen. Anything. But you know the secret about that. He blessed it and he distributed it to his disciples. That is what Jesus did. And so, because we all have to walk in his footsteps, we must learn how to do things that he did. Miracles of multiplication. He's a byproduct of thanksgiving. Miracles of multiplication. Is it, you know, the Bible, can you imagine your grandfather comes into your room, knocks into your room, ah, my son, how are you? Thank you very much for yesterday. Are you sure that you would even want him to even thank you? You want to just speak, he say, no, 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 ah, grandpa, don't say that. I am very, very happy to be up to you. That is how it is. God wants us to consistently be thankful. God wants us to be thankful. Please, let's learn an attitude of being thankful. The Lord will help us in the name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus. Now, I want to read for us um, a revelation I caught when I was preparing um, um, this, this little contribution. It is in John chapter 11 um, from verses 38 to 41. John chapter 11 from verse 38 to 31. It's about a little story about Lazarus. The same story that we've known. But it says in verse 41, they say, so they took away the stone. And then Jesus looked up and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I thank you that you have heard me. And Jesus was teaching us kingdom principles, a key to arriving at a solution of very, very serious issues, very funny issues. We've passed through terrible times in our life. We've passed through the pandemic. We've passed through challenges. We've passed through ugly circumstances. We've passed through errors. But, you know, in giving thanks, when, you, when you're down, you're giving thanks. When you're not sure of anything, you're giving thanks. When times are good, when we had no hope, we're giving thanks. When there's no, no, no reason to give thanks, still give thanks. And that is why we want to remember uh, David, because if you know that the Bible says that David had no, he had lost no battle. Who does that? Who? I mean, he has lost no, no battle. It might be tough, but he never loses. You see, so you, you want to, we want to, we want to learn from him. You want to say, what did he do? What did, what did he do to be able to get into such an, you know, an opportunity um, lifestyle. Someone goes on and on and on and he will never lose a battle. That was strange. 
And that's why it is very difficult for us to be able to, you know, um, and look at people and mm -hmm. want to be like them without learning, you know, the, the strategies that, they, you know, they've already imbibed in their life to, to survive a, a lifetime. This, uh, this is someone whom we have, it was not recorded anywhere. In fact, this closest for him to have been annihilated. His, his men took him away and told him, sir, you will not mm -hmm. go to this mm -hmm. war again with us because we would we will not know we will not be able to cope if anything happens to you and that was the closest but he had never lost a battle so i want to quickly go back to john 11 38 now the bible says john 11 38 jesus once more deeply moved he came to the tomb so jesus came to the tomb it was a cave with a stone laid across the entrance you see, Jesus came to the situation. He came to the ugliness. Jesus came to the, the you know, uh, the terrible situation. And you can imagine it was smelling. You can imagine that somebody had died there three days, going to four. It was a cave. Circumstances have been crossed over. They say, ah, there's no more visa. You can't get it. It's not, it's not done. Nobody has ever done that. The situation is bad. It's cancerous. All the doctors say you should take her home. All the directors say, no, 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 the situation was too bad. They said they saw you. The camera said they saw you with the culprits. You cannot be, cannot be helped. The situation is so bad. Now, he says, take away the stones. And watch this. When Jesus came to the tomb, he did not thank. It was not established that there was thanksgiving involved. When the stones were across, the situation were so terrible, there was not yet thanksgiving involved. Then he says, but, and then the, the sister he says, but Lord, Martha now, says, by this time, the order is much. He says, it's bad, for he has been here for four days. It had not been established that there was thanksgiving involved. And then Jesus said, did I not tell you that if you believe, even in the place of belief, there was no thanksgiving involved. So nothing happened. And then he says, you will see the glory of God. Even the glory of God, nothing happened because there was no thanksgiving involved. Then Numbers 34, 41, and I want to go to, he says, so they took away the stones. Nothing happened. Then he looked up onto he into the heavens, like, like we all do, speaking tongues and blah, 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 blah. Nothing happened. Now he says, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. Something happened. Just because Jesus, in all this, you know, we, the healing, the people, some assaulting in there, nothing happened. But because Jesus now said, Father, I thank you. Then something happened. Something remarkable happened. Something will happen in your life today and for the rest of your life because there was thanksgiving given over your life, over your family, over your affairs in the mighty name of Jesus. In the most wonderful name of Jesus. The thanksgiving that God has proposed for you as his will, shall you shall receive it tonight, this morning, in the mighty name of Jesus. 
that kingdom message that God wants us to know and God wants us to take along, it shall be established in your life in the mighty name of Jesus, in Amen. the most wonderful name of Jesus. I want Amen. us to go with that mic to know that it is of God that we will not continue in ignorance, in spiritual poverty. In, in it, so that we, as long as we continue in gratitude, in showing gratitude, oh, not when it is convenient, but when it is always, you know, dished out in with a good heart, the Lord will bless us in the mighty name of Jesus, in the most wonderful name of Jesus. Philippians chapter 4 and verse 12 13 says, I know both now how to be abased and I know how to be abound. In other words, if you are a poor person, you know how to be poor. If you are a rich person, you know how to conduct yourself as a rich person. Everywhere and in all things, I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer needs. In verse 13, it says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. The Lord will give us grace to do all things to Christ who strengthens us. I want us to lift up our voices this morning. Father, I appreciate you. All things, all things that I appreciate Lord, I appreciate you. Lord, the grace to be able to be helpful. Lord, I appreciate you.